we stay in other way, but if you do beef... Oh, no, hold on. Jordan. What? Why do I even try rapping? Honestly, leave it in, Alex. Why do I try rapping? Yeah, I yeah. have the lyrics pulled up right in front oh, of me. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit some bars first thing in the morning, get everyone fucking fired up. <laughs> um, but you know what? At the end of the day, I, I'm definitely a poser. I kind of like... I'm more of a studio rapper, you know? I need to go, okay, hey, Alex, turn this back oh. off. Uh, turn, turn, turn the music up in my headphones. That's what they're always saying, right? I don't really... Uh, I don't know why you need the music that loud. I want to hear myself, but... Uh, Big Dog Ball Talk, my icon, Jordan Flegel, uh, home of the the best bars in uh, in, in basketball podcasts. I mean, I don't think like yeah. you know, like Zach Lowe, uh, any of those fucking guys. Like we we could outwrap them. I think we could find a way. Yeah, I, like we're pretty white, but <laughs> I I think yeah, Brian Windhorse is not is not rapping uh, on any tracks no. on his podcast. No. You know what though? Have you have you heard when or seen the clips when uh, Ernie uh, talks about like how much he likes rap and like his rap? He has like yeah. encyclopedic knowledge of like uh uh all of i think it's kind of like mid 2000s more what what he's into but th- but that's kind of what i got into uh, when i started listening to hip-hop there's first, there's so. definitely there's definitely been a couple that he's he's known and i'm like wrong i know yeah i know yeah ernie ernie man oh man ernie's a legend Hey, he knows what he's doing, man. He's not uh, he's not there for no reason. I mean, and again, uh, I'm sure that like eventually, like, you know, he hears the tracks, too. Like, even if he wasn't a fan outside of it, uh, you know, oh, yeah. they, they like to rerun. Like they still use, uh, you know, songs from again, like 15 years ago. Why doesn't NBA use more of the playoffs timber? That should be the anthem every year. People always uh, when the playoffs start go, oh, you remember this video? I'm like, yes, I remember this video. I watch <laughs> it five times a year. Uh, I don't even need anyone to reshare it. Uh, Cash uh, and Pitbull, that, that, what else do you need in the NBA? That's uh, that's pretty much the entirety of uh like basketball culture so yes, um, uh, and that's, that's a strong opinion but i think that i'm right <laughs> um but big dog ball talk matt i corner jordan flegel thanks for joining in for uh, another huge episode uh man we started off this season uh 75 episodes i think this is our 75th wow. episode i might be wrong but pretty sure 75 yeah, episodes think, we're, right. uh, we're almost at the century mark uh, we're, we're so going to be again, older than the nba along. uh they're only 75 mm-hmm. years old this year we're uh yep we're pushing along this is great Exactly. Uh, because, yeah, if you guys have been chugging along with us uh, all the way from episode one, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. We wanna we wanna see who our most loyal followers are, and if you uh, if you are, I'll, we'll we'll shout you out, and uh, you know maybe maybe uh, down the road we can uh, we can set something up for you. Tyler but, Bistro, uh, I know you've been there since day one. Tyler Bistro, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Ty- Tyler Bistro, he's definitely loyal, definitely loyal. Um, but it's uh it, the conference finals. Everybody knows that, and uh, it's. It was uh, an interesting game. We're going to kick it off with our Eastern Conference Final. Uh, game two between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Uh, it, the game one, obviously, no Marcus Smart, no Al Horford. Uh, kind of last second, uh, you know, uh, health and safety protocols there, uh, which is brutal, a brutal loss for the Celtics, like just out of nowhere, like that yeah. day. Like uh, you, were, you were probably getting flashbacks to Paul George uh, versus the Pelicans uh, yeah. and the play-in yep, again. I was. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the alarm bells were ringing. Um, but the, the heat take a, a pretty decisive win. Uh, you know, the first half was close in that game one and then the heat kind of run away with it. And so then game two, uh, from last night on Thursday night, um, you know, we're, we're kind of expecting, it's still going to be close. Al Horford, Burke Smart come back and we're, you know, think maybe this is going to be just a, a straight up good game in Miami too, may I add. Yep. Um, and then the Celtics come out and gobsmack them. Uh, absolutely beat them post to post, uh, pillar to pillar, and uh, now we're looking at this even series basketball. Uh, but I don't think it's really even. Yeah, I, I just doesn't feel even. It feels like when the Celtics are one hundred percent healthy, um, they're really on another level. Uh, that game was 
was really, really hard to watch at times for the Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the Celtics were in a similar position in last series where, you know, they they lost game one, seemed a little bit, you know, demoralized there, then came out and, and destroyed the Bucs in game two. But the and then the Bucks were able to win Game Three. But the difference is the Celtics are going out on the road. Like the Bucks are going to back to Milwaukee. Now the Celtics get this big win and are going home. Uh, you know, to their home yeah. fans. And yeah. I, yeah, I it definitely seems like a, a, a Miami Heat trail the series one one type of situation here. Like after after this win, um, because yeah, that was that was decisive. Marcus Smart. Really, his like fingerprints are all over this game. Coming back, you could see how mm-hmm, much they mm-hmm. they missed that point guard. They they literally didn't have one really in in, in game one. Um, and you know he handled the facilitating like right away, right away. He had a, a, a one of the first plays of the game. It might have been even Boston's first score. He drove right. Yeah. Um, he got to the cup and did a really really nice kind of wraparound pass out to Jalen Brown. Tough angle to get it to him. And, and Jalen Brown stuck stuck the three-point shot. And uh, that that kind of movement and that drive-and-kick basketball uh, that, that Marcus Smart is able to initiate uh, just opens up so much for the Celtics. And, uh, yeah, the, the Heat kind of played around with making it close early, but the, this game was pretty much wrapped up even by half, halftime, I'd say. Like, the, I think the Celtics put up 70 points in the first half, which is insane. Yeah, Their offense yeah. was was clicking, um, you know. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum didn't even have to take that many shots to, to be super effective. No. Like, Marcus Smart shot 22 times. He was only 8 for 22, but uh, he, he had 9 boards and 12 assists, too. Like, he was... Really, this was almost the triple double. He, he was almost there, yeah. And th- this really was kind of like the Marcus Smart game. Um, and and uh, and yeah, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they chipped in. They were, I thought they were both great throughout the game. I they they've had a a few games this this postseason where you know that I think I've mentioned it before. Like their stats don't jump out at you, but they hit really really timely shots. Like when they're on, yeah, like they yeah. like run stoppers. You think the Heat are gonna cut it, you know, to single digits or something, but Tatum will hit a deep three. Brown was good from the mid range a little bit in this game too, um, and uh, and Horford was back too. You don't you don't always see his impact, but you know he was he he was four for four, perfect uh, from everywhere, yeah, two yeah. for two from behind beyond the arc, um, and just played solid defense when he was thrown out there. Uh, I thought Grant Williams had a really good game again too. He came in and have you heard this little kind of the the backstory between Grant Williams and Bam Adebayo? Have you heard this? No, I don't think well, I apparently, have. Let's, let's well, I, this is classic me breaking a story I don't even know that much about. But I've heard um, nice. that uh, like they played AAU ball together, like they they've known each other their whole lives, and they always they they okay. just have a weird kind of like competitive uh, you know thing between each other, and you know they they always take the matchup pretty personally. And uh, I I don't know how much you know they weren't matched up against each other that much during this game, but I think Grant Williams. Really, really would like to stick it to Bam Adebayo if he can, and the other way around too. And through these first couple games, Bam has not looked like Bam. Bam has kind of been a a, a no show, no. a non factor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know that I think that's that has a lot to do with Grant Williams and the other Celtics bigs, um, and Robert Williams too. Man, what a he didn't have that much of an impact in this game. But going going back to game one, even though the Celtics lost, he came out. Uh, Really, really good in that first half. Uh, you know, the Celtics as mm-hmm. a whole played much better in the first half of Game One. But I think having him back for this series, I don't think he mattered quite as much that that, that he was out in the Bucks series. But having him back for this series is really big. Like all those guys, they can rotate around and throw at Bam and, and neutralize him. 
Then it's just Jimmy uh, on the Heat side going and, you know, having to be uh, basically LeBron and carry all these other, uh, you know, a uh, bunch of system guys, uh, like like we've mentioned before, um, you know, uh, in terms of like offensive production. And, and you saw it just, yeah. just wasn't enough tonight. Um, and then, you know, PJ Tucker also goes down. We don't know how uh, serious his injury is going to be. I don't think there's been any yeah. new developments on that. Uh, but if he misses time, that's a that's a you know a big problem for, for Miami. But uh, yeah, like all credit to the Celtics. Uh, like I said, I thought Marcus Smart really really brought the energy, injected uh, you know good offense uh, you know throughout the team. And uh, yeah, on the Heat side, they're just. They're just a little bit short. I, I really am disappointed that Kyle Lowry hasn't been able to go. I don't know when we're going to see him, mm-hmm. but I'm. I, I think you know, uh, specifically in a game like this where you've got a, an, another kind of smart point guard and eh, smart uh, <laughs> point guard uh, on, nice the, on the Boston side. To, uh, you know, yeah, I, I'd want to see Kyle go up against him in that chess match, like be that guy on the other side to to set the pace and and you know be, be that facilitator. And you know, well, if anyone's going to know how to play Marcus Smart, it'd be yeah, Kyle Lowry. They're, 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 they're going to double very flop. Similar. They're going to throw their yeah, bodies around. Yeah, it would yeah. be great. But yeah, I, I really think that the Heat need need Kyle Lowry in this this series, and and you saw it really, uh, you know, distinctly in this game. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I'm glad you brought up Jimmy Butler and uh, you know PJ Tucker going down here. Uh, you know, an, another great game for Jimmy Butler, all things considered. Shot the ball really well. Uh, 29 points uh, led his team. Uh, the next high score on his team, though. Uh, you know, Victor Oladipo was 14 and he shot two for eight, uh, from the field, Tyler hero, five for 11. Uh, there wasn't really any support for him. His supporting cast really let him down on this one. And, you know, uh, I'm I'm not placing any blame on anyone in particular. If I was, it would be bam, uh, you know, six points. Uh, he was coming off a 10 point game. He's not even really getting that many rebounds. I mean, nine boards is okay, but uh, when you're the starting center on a already pretty small team, uh, I really don't get how you're not getting, you know, 11 12 boards uh or, or just you know making more of an impact when you do get the the boards because obviously this game was pretty much done from the from the opening yeah. tip um but uh, you know jimmy butler really does need the help uh he, he's we've seen him like we like especially again in game one like he can carry them he is like capable of doing it but you can't beat the celtics team playing hero ball once uh, no. Like like for four times in a row. There's no way they're they're too uh, disciplined defensively. Uh, they've got too many weapons offensively. Uh, I, I don't see that the like like they're gonna have to get you know somebody else near or at twenty points. Yep. And you know I I don't know if Oladipo's yet at that kind of pace. Like I'm sure he could uh, in the right scenario, but I don't think against Boston. Tyler Hero he had a couple nice shots here and there. Uh, again he had that block on Marcus Smart that was called yeah. a foul, which was you know a little bit a uh, little bit suspect, yep. but. Uh, you know, uh, he, he still really didn't contribute too, too much. I mean, even Duncan Robinson in his limited time, he shot the ball three for seven, not great, but you know, he, he got it done six, five and yep. three. I hate him. Um, uh, but I mean, uh, it's, He's playing uh, at least it's now. something like, well, need something. we just need to see. Yeah. We just need to see something out of somebody. That's uh, why, that's and, why and that's I it. think like, Kyle Lowry would be even like, he would, he would be even oh, more yeah. than the sum of what he brings. It's his scoring and his like exactly what Marcus Smart was doing in this game, driving in and kicking out to shooters. They just don't have that, like, rolling right now, their, their three-point shooting. No, not at all. And, uh, you know, you can really tell, like, especially when they get down, like, they're very, since the Heat are a defensive team, you're not going to, you know, see them come back and get out of these deep holes unless they're going to get those shooters yep. out there. And, you know, Max Struess, who has been uh, kind of a revelation for them all year long, like, uh, an amazing player. Got dropped uh, you know, he, by Marcus Smart. Yeah, he... <laughs> 
<sighs> yeah, he he had a rough game. Uh, this was definitely one of his uh, his his more poor showings yeah. that we've seen this uh, this season from him. But you know what? Like uh, with all due respect to him, uh, he he's he's allowed to have one or two of these drop yeah. games. Uh, I I I don't think anyone can really be mad. Like if you're holding Max Struess to some kind of a uh, like huge expectation, then maybe you should reevaluate. Like that's where uh, they, you know your basketball criteria. That's where the Heat are at, though. Unfortunately for them, like offensively, yeah. like I yeah, I think they're they're defensively they're great and yeah these guys have been great for them all season but literally that's where they're at i'm like i, I need more out of max Struess, which is the the worry i had uh, and i think a lot of people had about the heat just where's the offense going to come from yeah yeah uh and the last thing i wanted to touch on quickly before we get to uh the the western conference final uh game one uh you know we talked about grant williams a little bit there uh beforehand talking about him and bam's relationship uh and one thing I just want to ask you, Jordan, and you know, just see see where we get from this. You know, Grant Williams, he's still young. I think he's only about 23, 24, uh, if I'm if I'm correct, yeah, uh, some, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, you fact check that while I while I do my little spiel. But um, yeah, so Grant Williams, like he he had another really great game. He's been solid, especially you know, ever since that Buck series. Yeah, twenty three years old. He's been in the NBA a couple seasons. Are we seeing him kind of take this next step? Like I, I see, I think it's people aren't really talking about this yet because they still think of Grant Williams as like almost like a, a memeable guy, but like he is a hooper. He's playing legitimate basketball both ends of the court. I'm not saying he's gonna turn into an all star or anything, but like he's he's really fucking good. Yeah. Like I think that like if he was a free agent, teams would be willing to you know get the Brinks truck out for him. Like he's uh he's definitely kind of a a guy you could start. I kind of almost look at him as like a a young PJ Tucker. Obviously, yep. I'm not. I I don't think he's quite. Uh, he, I don't know if he's got quite the big dog in him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's got a dog yeah. in him. He's got a dog. We'll see. Uh, maybe he just needs to get tatted up. I think that's probably the problem. You know, he needs to look a little bit more True. mean. Like get like a, a Rodman, like an eye eyebrow piercing or, or color something. the hair or something. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or to start like really talking shit. I don't know <laughs> something. He, he's too nice. Um, but but I I honestly do think I think Grant Williams is uh you know on the, that kind of the precipice of maybe becoming a, a really great player in the league. Like, I, I don't think that, you know, uh, there's some guys who just turn it up in the playoffs, and that's awesome. Um, but I, I really do think that if he can continue this into next year, like, he he could be looking for a pretty good payday. Yeah, yeah. and to me, the, the, the floor, I think, I think P.J. Tucker's a really good comp, but to me, that's even, like, the floor comp. I think, like, the ceiling for him would be, like, a Draymond. Like, if he was actually in that role as, yeah. like, a... F- Gets his playmaker Yeah, up. as, like, a, a four uh, who can sometimes be slotted at the five, you know, depending on the matchups. He's a really, really good defender. You saw he was bit one of, if not the best guy they, they had to throw at Giannis. Um, at, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. on the defensive end, can slide his feet, but is still beefy enough that he's not going to get, you know, backed down by anybody. And, uh, like, he's he's more of a, a you know, it, it, if he can get his playmaking up to the point where, you know, Draymond's is, I'm not saying he'll ever get to quite that level, but he is a really good passer. And you saw that more so, um, you know, in, in, in college, like when he played at Tennessee, he was kind of like mm-hmm. Al, Horford, Al Horfording it, kind of, uh, you know, Marcus Gasoling it up at the high post, you know, uh, high low feeds and, and you know, ran, the offense ran through him a lot of the time. Um, and, you know, it's good to have Al Horford there as kind of a mentor for him uh, to to sort of work that kind of offense and, and you know, develop those skills. But, yeah, him, you know, when he gets a few years older, uh, a little bit more varied offensive game, like he, him in that Draymond role and that that short role kind of guy who, who gets it dumped to him off of a pick and roll, I think he can be really dangerous. 
And we've already, I think we've already seen the evidence to show he's probably a better shooter than Draymond ever was already. Like just from what he's yeah, seen, like probably, yeah, to, to yeah. hit seven threes uh, in that, in that game seven, like he was awesome. Uh, and he can shoot them from all over, not, uh, you know, to, to go back to PJ Tucker, like he, he mo- mainly is just a three point uh, shooter from the corners, but Grant Williams yeah, has yeah. been like uh, Grant Williams. Most of the year has been hovering around that 40% from three mark and shooting from the the corners the wings even above the break sometimes like i i really really like grant williams he's kind of annoying uh when you listen to him on you know mic'd up and stuff like that he's uh he's kind of a guy who doesn't seem to ever uh stop talking but you know maybe that's a good thing maybe he you know gets his guys going and uh uses that uh you know self-talk motivation on the court but i i really really like grant williams i think he's great and i think that he's he's on the kind of perfect timeline with tatum and brown going forward with this yeah, celtics yeah. team yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree on that. And hey, man, some people would say that we talk uh, a little too much, so uh, maybe maybe you should give them some slack. I, I, uh, I, I do think that the guys when they get mic'd up, they're like, okay, it's mm-hmm, my time mm-hmm, to shine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a fucking meme this week. Uh, I don't think I could do that if I they put me on mic. I'd You'd be, be rapping, Matt. You'd be- <laughs> it, it, true, yeah, I'd be in the fucking, I'd be in the huddle. Come on, boys. Uh, fuck Biggie. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but I'm a leader among men. Um, to move over now from the east side to the west side, uh, we've, we've got the Luka Doncic-led uh, Dallas Mavericks getting throttled 25-point blowout Luke, by Steph Luka Curry and the, uh, and the Warriors. The Doncic Jets, yeah. But that, that's how this one yeah. felt. Uh, this didn't quite feel like uh, the Mavericks we've been watching. Uh, not not exactly a, a close game. Uh, it was close for a little bit there. Uh, it looked competitive. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Mavericks... Really, really, they lived and died by the three here. Um, the, as a team, they shot really poorly. Uh, it really like no nobody had a, had an efficient night there, yeah. and that's kind of what we saw against the Suns. Everybody was hitting shots. Everybody was on. Nobody was really uh, you know cooling very hot, uh, quickly. But uh, you know you look you look you look around at the, these three points attempted. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith one for three. Luka Doncic three for ten. Brunson zero oh for five. Uh, Bullock three for ten. Dinwiddie, 3 for 7. Kleba, 1 for 4. Bertons, 0 for 4. Frank Nilakina, the French Prince, 0 for 2. 23% uh, uh, yeah, of the team, 11 for 48. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. That's, that's horrible. That's horrible. Even Luca, leading scorer, kind of the same thing we were talking about with Jimmy Butler before, uh, you know, 20 points. That, yeah. uh, that's pretty, like, he's really, he kind of came back to earth on this one. But uh, I, I got to say, Jordan, I think that the Mavericks got the Warriors. Right where they want them. <laughs> uh, if, if, uh, I don't know if anyone else has heard the uh, the stat, uh, but uh, if they are able to win this series, they will be the second team to win three playoff series after tr- uh, losing game one. Uh, the, the only other team that did that was last year's champion, Milwaukee okay. Bucks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if anyone wants to go back and check the box scores, um, but this has happened in both the other series yep. that they played yep. in. They came in, they got throttled, they got thrown around and uh, diddled with and uh, <laughs> then they bounce back I mean I think that really this is less of uh, you know getting blown out diddled with they, they got diddled with, diddled with. <laughs> yeah they got diddled with. I hope you I like never that? get diddled with man that's scary man fuck Hey, uh, next time I see you, I'll, I'll show you what it's all about. Um, but they, uh, the, the, the Mavericks, I think this is more of like a feeling yeah, out. They're yeah, kind yeah. of like a, a championship boxer. Like they're going the full 15 rounds. They're, they're, they're okay with taking the first three rounds to, you know, just kind of pace, let them throw some punches. Even if they're going to lose those rounds, they know that eventually they can get the knockout, but they just kind of want to feel things out first. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to have to check everything out and uh, go from there um, before we can really make that call. Um, but Jordan, what did you see from this one? Because again, I'm, I'm not 
that worried about the, the Luka and the Doncic Jets yet, but uh, it's uh, that's definitely not a promising game one, even, regardless of my theory here. Yeah, yeah, I, I no, I, I kind of agree that it didn't seem like the this this was everything the Mavs could throw at the Warriors. It, it felt kind of like the whole time that they they were kind of feeling things out. I, I don't, it didn't really feel like a game that they were giving their all, um, and I. I thought they were just kind of a, a little slow on their passes. Their 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 sort of the the way their offense flowed wasn't at the way it normally uh, goes. Like the, there was a lot of kind of one on one stuff. Um, you know, Dinwiddie would get the ball or Brunson would get the ball and just kind of go one on one against a big. And uh, I I don't know. I I just I think there's Jason Kidd still has so many things up his sleeve in this series uh, yeah. that that we have yet to see. And it felt kind of it had the air to me. That's funny to say that we even think Jason Kidd has things up his sleeve now. What, what a change! I know he's really he's he's changed, man. He's 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 a good coach now, which is hilarious. But it's a new man. But uh, it 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 kind of had the air to me of those uh, like LeBron games when he starts out series when he just kind of goes out there. He doesn't really you know he's kind of unimpressive. He lets the other team get a little bit excited like oh we won game one maybe we can take down the king. Um, but you know the the whole time he's he's still in complete control. He's just not gonna he's not gonna show show his full hand right away in game one. He's gonna see what you exactly. guys want to do. Um, you know, you, you'd like, you know, you'd like, uh, I think even in a lot of those feel out games, uh, LeBron teams were still close and, and could have won. So, you mm. know, I, I don't like that it was a blowout like this, but yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm not too worried about Dallas. Um, but you know, I think the main reason I'm not too worried about Dallas is because it looked like Andrew Wiggins could contain Luka Doncic, which, uh, it, it, I don't think that's true in the grand scheme of things. Andrew Wiggins was picking him up like full court a lot of the time. Really, you know, Wiggins was nice, he, man. He was, he was, he, he looked like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. He's probably the, the Warriors best perimeter defender, unless you count sort of Draymond who slides out there sometimes right now without uh, Gary Payton in the lineup. Um, uh, but I think he looked a lot better than he, the he actually is. I think Luca can kind of have his way with him if, if he really wanted to. Um, but yeah, like on the Warriors side, it was, you know, a, a bit of a balanced attack. Clay Thompson, I thought had a really bad game. I I I did not like the way he. It, it looks like Clay can't dribble anymore. He used to still be kind of shaky off the bounce, like even in uh, you know at the best of times with him, he wasn't really an off the dribble guy. But he, no, yeah. he, he right now he looks like the worst he's ever I, I've, I've ever seen him play. He, he had an okay game. He, he ended up hitting some shots, and he still uh, knows what to do in that offense, like who to pass the ball to. So I think he's like valuable to have out there, but. I did not like the game that I saw from him, which we've talked about a bunch of yeah. times. I'm, I'm not surprised by that. Um, yeah, and I thought Wiggins had a good game, but I, I don't know how often he's going to score that that 19 and, and hit three threes. He's just so up and down. And Steph, it felt like it, it felt like watching it because like when he did hit his three threes, uh, they were very timely, and he did his little shimmy and stuff. But only finishing with 21, still seven for you know seven for 16 is not bad at all. But uh, you know, and three for nine from three, like. I, 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 that felt like one of Steph's like best games, but he still didn't go off. So I, I just want to know where Steph's ceiling is in this, in this series. Like I want to see, um, like if he can become that, you know, MVP Steph, even for a couple games. Cause like we yeah, talked about, yeah. that's really to me, what would swing this series one way or the other. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I was impressed by the Warriors, but, but not that impressed. I don't know. Like Jordan Poole. Yeah. He came in with 19. He, he shot the ball well too. A lot of stuff he did kind of later in the game too. And it, didn't didn't matter quite as much, but um and and Looney and, and Draymond I thought did 
played their roles well. They they held up on the switches when they when they got switched on to smaller guys, uh, especially Looney. But that's why I, I don't know. I, I feel weird about like evaluating this game because I just don't feel like Dallas was playing that hard. You know what I mean? Like they were they were kind of yeah. they were out there going through the motions. <clears throat> um and yeah, they they just missed a bunch of shots. And you know, to to give Golden State credit, I think they have a really good defensive game plan too, and, and that showed in this game one. Um, but I, I think the Mavericks role players just in general, and you saw this in the Sun series, they they don't shoot the ball nearly as well on the road. Like they're 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 just yeah, yeah. their their percentages plummet. Um, but you know, when it goes back to Dallas, even if even if uh, the role players had you know hit a handful more of these uh, threes that they, they they were given, like they they'd be in this game, um, and then. You know, down the stretch of a game, I, I I honestly will give it to Dallas if it's close uh, because of Luca's uh, ability to control uh, the way things go. Um, and I, I think Steph needs to show it to me again. It's not that he needs to prove it to me, but like they they haven't been. It doesn't it doesn't seem like the Warriors have been in too too many close games where Steph has been like, okay, I'm gonna take over now and I'm gonna you know score 12 points in the last five minutes or something. Um, like I haven't seen yeah. that from him this playoff. So. I, I really hope there's, you know, a close game in, in, in game two or game three. I'm sure there will be at some point, but I just want to see how the clutch minutes play out. Um, and uh, because, yeah, my, my gut tells me that, you know, I, I think the the Luka-led offense is is what's going to take the Mavs over the finish line in those games. Um, and, and then, you know, uh, any games in Dallas, I think the role players are just going to shoot significantly better. So, so yeah, I... I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think this game was a good indicator of, of how the series is going to go, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I did still think you know, the Warriors came ready to yeah, play. Yeah, they, they came uh, with energy, know, I think yeah. that they, all, all those guys, are they, they've been in the Western Conference Finals like four five, four times now, five yeah. times now. I don't know, a, a shit ton of times. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're just kind of going through the motions. So they, when they come out for game one, they know that they have to kind of take control, especially when they've got the home court advantage, uh, which, which, you know, they, they, they did to a T here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, most of them are excited about it. As you said, you know, Wiggins playing uh, really great defense. This is just the start. You know, he's going to clamp Luca up a little bit here. He's going to get the Magic the Johnson. Finals, mm-hmm, yeah, the finals, yeah, final, no, the finals MVP, man. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about the Magic Johnson MVP. He's going to, he's just going to kind of work up to it. People are going to go, oh yeah, Wiggins, he's kind of playing nice right now. And then he's averaging 35 and 12. Well, we uh, talked and about like four this. steals then the finals. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be winning the, we the talked about this, uh, you know, that it wasn't out of the realm of complete possibility that, could, that he could do it because it was just like the, the Iguodala uh, finals MVP. Like if Steph doesn't play mm-hmm. like up to his potential, uh, you know, the voters are kind of like, oh, well, Steph was good, but he didn't play that well. And then you've got whoever defended the best guy on the, the, the opposing team. If the Warriors do make it through, you know Wiggins is going to get either the Butler or uh, Tatum assignment. Uh, that's who they're going to throw at either of those guys. Yeah, and if yeah. they win, he could get one of those, you know, those Kawhi slash Iguodala finals MVPs where we look back in five years and think, Jesus hey. Christ, he was an all-star starter and a finals MVP, but it's... Uh, Hall of Famer. Oh, man. It's number one overall it's pick. Gotta respect you can't help it. but root for, root I, for that. Man, I predicted this two years ago. <laughs> so if anyone, like, people got to give me some fucking credit here. I've been living and dying by this. If he doesn't win it this year, I'll stop. But uh, until next playoff run. But I swear to God, he got traded there. And I, I mapped out this this road work here. So uh, I hope everybody can respect me playing the long game here. And I hope everybody cheers on for Wiggins. I'm going to throw like $100,000 down on him to win oh, Finals be- MVP. And I'll make. I'll be the, I'll be like a you'll trillionaire be, or something. Oh, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, the odds book. won't be great. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll have to, they'll have to, uh, you know, uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, they're all gonna have to pool in together to yep. pay me out. Yep. Man. Um, yeah, to to move on here though, uh, we're gonna see how the Western Conference Finals, uh, you know, ends up going here, Game Two, uh, still in Golden State. Um, but the NBA draft lottery went off. Ding, winner, gang on. The Orlando Magic taking home the number one overall pick. You know, could be Jabari, Chet. Me and Paolo, uh, there's uh, quite a few guys, uh, some interesting draft prospects. Uh, Shaden Sharp, uh, I'm a big fan of yep. his, um, especially for the for the Magic. But, I mean, I, I definitely take him number one. But uh, out of all this, you know, my, my biggest takeaway, Jordan, you know, uh, we maybe talk about the Magics again. They're kind of in a fucking weird situation. Like, they've got a bunch of, like, decent guys at every position. Yep. Uh, so it's kind of hard to even really... You know, they, they could really draft anybody, and then I, I still think they need to, like, really do some cleaning of house uh, with a lot of those guys. Like, Markel Fultz, you got to get rid of him. That's a big <laughs> contract. Uh, just do something, because they, they, they're they really in no man's land right now. Um, but I feel like this is going to be the beginning of the end, like, for the NBA and the Thunder just controlling, like, oh, all the, the fucking, fran- like, the, 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 the groundwork here. Jumping up, they get the number two overall pick. They're gonna eat. They're gonna get like a a good player, whether it's Jabari or Chet. Those are probably the the top two guys. Or if they want to go and get Paolo, either way, if you're gonna pair someone like that with, you know, you already got Josh Giddy, who was snubbed from the all. He should have been all rookie first. Jalen yeah, uh, Jalen Green should have got dropped. That was bullshit. It was the games played, um, I think, but yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't give a fuck. That's uh the rookie ones are all <laughs> messed up, anyways. Um, but uh, if you have Giddy, uh, SGA. And then you have one of those, like if you have Paolo or Chet, I think especially just have a big like and that. Poku, and Poku, and you have Poku at the and, three. And, <laughs> yeah, and Poku, yeah. Uh, it, it like that, like they're already like they they're gonna have some pretty good cornerstone guys that they oh, can yeah. build around. And uh, you know, I think that it's it, it's possible that they're in that kind of situation where they could be like, you know, we're uh, we're just gonna do this back. Maybe they're gonna have the the next uh, Harden, Westbrook, and KD uh, again. Yeah, uh, yeah. That 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 this just. They they they've they've got a, like thirty more fucking draft picks to come, so it's uh it's gonna be Every insane year. to see the haul of players they end up getting. Yeah, yeah, they they I think they they kind of missed out on the lottery last year. I didn't miss out fully, but Giddy, what was Giddy six? Was that was Giddy six? I think so. Around like that, there, yeah. and, you know, they they had odds to be be much higher. So you know, a lot of Thunder fans were kind of upset, but I'm like. You're gonna get a crack at this every single year, and you're gonna you're like yeah, uh, yeah. don't don't worry about uh, you know how the ping pong balls fall. You're you're gonna get uh, you know a, a top three pick many many times here. You know if if especially if you keep keep uh, you know playing at the bottom of the standings. But yeah, to to get that number two pick, uh, like in this in this particular draft, to me, like these these guys the these top three like are kind of almost interchangeable. Like I, I, there's a lot of different mock drafts, mock drafts that got, you know, them in all different orders. Like people, there are, yeah, there are yeah. the Paolo people who really like him, the, the Chet freaking believers. And then, you know, Jabari Smith. Um, and I don't think you can really go wrong with either of the, uh, any of the three, except if you feel kind of like I do about Chet that I don't, I'm not quite sure how he's going to fill out. Like I'm literally looking at a picture of him right now. And I'm like, man, that, I don't. I think we could. Buy I don't him think up. that's gonna work in the NBA. Like he's, you're counting on him changing, um, unless you really, really believe. And you know, credit to him, he, he had 
he had a great collegiate career. He was he was awesome, and I really liked the his sort of shot blocking instincts and the way he can defend the rim. But even then, like he was kind of like underwhelming a little bit against like yes. you know all, all those guys like when he was on Gonzaga. Like, uh, but but I think that also kind of just happens like college basketball. Like guys will average like nine points, yeah. and then people freak out, and then they go to the NBA and they average like fifteen to like twenty yeah. uh, in the rookie year, and people are like, whoa, well, how the fuck did that happened? It's like, well, because it's yeah. college. They don't fucking let these guys hoop the way that they do in the NBA. Yeah. No, exactly. I know, and you know that, and and there are people who are who know a hell of a lot more about basketball in, in the draft than I do that really believe in in, in Chet, uh, you know, um, and and his competitiveness, which I've heard a lot about. Like he's 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 a guy a lot of people like, and and yeah, between those three, um, and and the fact that you've got three really versatile like big guys, I, I think uh, you know you'd be happy with whoever you know falls to you, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, whether you're the Thunder or, or the Rockets um, here to to round out the top three. Um, but yeah, OKC, like, I, I really like the Giddy uh, uh, SGA backcourt. Like, I really like the way that they play together. And and it's just perfect. Uh, like you said, it's perfect to, to pair one of these big guys uh, with, with, with both yeah, of them. Yeah. I think it'll be great. I, I think uh, they're, they're completely set up, uh, maybe as early as next year, to start actually trying to win, which will be really exciting. Like another young, up-and-coming team in the Western Conference. Um, and yeah, for, for, for the magic, I mean, this is a really lucky break for them. Like I, I, I know they had, I, I think the the top three all had even odds for getting the, the number one pick the way that the odds kind of have flattened out now, yeah, but, uh, 14% or something like that. The top three. Yeah. Share. Yeah. But I think, you know, for, for magic fans, this is like the perfect time, uh, because they've been so mediocre, uh, you know, for the past, I mean, we, we talked about the magic basically since freaking uh, Dwight Howard left. They've been kind of swimming in the yeah. sea of, you know, middleness uh, of the NBA. So I'm I'm glad they're going to have a crack at, you know, an all time uh, or, 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 you know, like a future all NBA guy here uh, at the number one pick. You'd hope, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You'll see if they draft properly. They they have they they drafted Shaq number one, uh, and who and I think Penny. They drafted well. They drafted Penny at some point. I don't know if he was number one overall, but they when they have had super high draft picks, uh, you know, in the past they they've done okay. Um, but uh, like the the Magic, yeah, like you said, they're kind of a weird team. It, it, it's it's nice though that they don't have to be picking between like really talented a really talented guard. Um, because you know they they've already got Anthony and Suggs and Wagner who really came on this year. Yeah. So that's another situation where you throw a really talented young big guy in there with those guards. Eventually, they'll ha- probably have to choose between one of those three. And, you know, you, me- you mentioned Fultz. Yeah. He doesn't really have a fucking place on this team anymore. Um, but, uh, like, J- Jabari Smith is where a lot of people are, are falling on, on mock drafts for who, for who Orlando is going to take. And I think he'd be great there. Yeah. I think he, he's because he's such a Athletic good shooter. Swing guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I, I think he he'd play really well off of off of those those guards. Um and you know, they've they've got other big guys there too, but uh man, Jonathan Isaac, have you seen his little tour that he's been on recently? I think I sent you some Yeah, you, you sent that video of fucking MAGA Jonathan man, Isaac talking. He's the preacher, I, I man. I didn't even understand what the hell he was I talking about. He was know. like, you know, Jesus what he would stand. Yeah. He would stand. And I'm like why? What, when did Jesus say that he didn't care? Like I, I, I was like, what the? Like again, whenever I'm, mean, we're getting pretty political here, but I always just see that shit. And I'm like, uh, how do you know? I, I mean, know. this guy fucking like uh, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even say it. We're gonna get fucking taken off the airways. Uh, I'm gonna get smited from above or something. Well, no, I, don't know, I think man. I don't need to bring a horde of locusts onto my fucking condo. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway, so who knows how long he, how much longer he'll be on the the Magic? Although Florida might be the right place for him, you know, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Texas. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I, I think 
even even with Houston, like to 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 have uh, one of these three big guys to pair with Jalen Green is just perfect. I, I really don't care who it is, whoever you get at three. I think that's who you should take. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think these it it works out. It's not like one of those situations back, you know, when the Sixers kept drafting fucking big men and they drafted like yes, Okafor yeah, yeah. and then just the and then Noel and all these guys like players out of position. The these three uh, don't have to worry about you know oh do we take the better player or do we take the like fit player? Like I think the between the Magic, the Thunder, and the Rockets, those three kind of consensus top three guys uh, will fit in pretty nicely to any situation. Um, and then. Uh, just the 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 other the one guy outside of those top three that I really like is Jaden Ivy. Like I, I watched him at Purdue this year. He has such good like ball skills, but he's so much taller than all the other guys out there. Like I think he can be kind of like a Drew Holiday type guy, maybe with a little bit more mm-hmm. offensive mm-hmm. juice because um, because of that size that he has and the speed. Um, but I really hope he falls past four and doesn't have to go to the Kings. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if you want your career to end early, you might as well yeah. uh, just pack your bags to Sacramento. Um, someone whose career is expanding, um, uh, the guy who I was trying to steal a bar from in the very beginning of the podcast, I'm pretty <laughs> sure people didn't even know what the fuck I was trying to do, um, but uh, Jermaine J. Cole uh, signing with the Scarborough Shooting Stars. Do you think he's ever been to dumb, Scarborough before? Dumb, dumb name. Yeah, I think he's going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I think right Wait, away he's gonna be like, hold on. Uh, we've got, we've probably uh, got listeners from Scarborough. Oh, we definitely do. Uh, so shout out to Scarborough. Scarborough uh, Town for Center. Anyone in the, yeah, yeah, for all of our uh, American listeners, Scarborough is uh, just nearby Toronto, uh, GTA. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not really a great area. A lot. It's it's better than Brampton. I'll say that. <laughs> um, but but not by much. It's definitely rank higher. Hey, it's got great um, food. But, it's got great food. Scarborough has great food. Okay, little. Yeah, there, there you go. Food capital of uh, the GTA. The GTA. Yeah, give it to us. Not, not true. But uh, yeah, it's been a. Uh, it's crazy to think. So uh, J Cole joining the <clears throat> CEBL. Pardon me. Uh, the Canadian Elite Basketball League. He's just doing a world tour of all these weird teams. Yes. Uh, but the, the CEBL actually has. They got a lot of talent. A lot of those guys uh, that played for them uh, when the NBA had their big, uh, you know, COVID outbreak uh, and got, filler pay- players were getting signed left and right. Uh, a lot of guys from the CBL got picked up, so uh, it's a good league. There's a lot of uh, competition there, so uh, he'll he'll really like. I don't think he's gonna go in there and play a lot. Uh, same with how you know his his last season went uh, over in Africa, but uh, you know it's it's pretty crazy though. Regardless that he's even being like, brought in, that he's legitimately like good enough to play with guys. He's really good. At, like, four years university, yeah, it's it's pretty insane. And then he's just like like it's almost like, he's and he's doing this for fun, like. People dedicate their lives to try and get to that position, and they they fail. Yeah, uh, and he's just he's just hooping for the Nike yeah. check. Uh, so I it's it's pretty crazy. Um, and, and I kind of mentioned this to you earlier. Like when you think of this now, the only only real celebrity hooper that I can think that beats out J Cole in my mind right now uh, has to be Master P making the the yeah. Raptors. Uh, you know, in the preseason, yes. uh, like. Very brief uh, NBA, obviously uh, tenure, but he still fucking made the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. That that that's a legendary story. Uh, back then, was that in the nineties or early two thousand? I forget when that exactly was. I think it was like late nineties, yeah. late nineties. It might have been like two thousand, but like the the Raptors still had the purple. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. That's uh, like uh, masterpiece, a hundred percent. He did it first, uh, but like I I was watching like just some recent tape of J. Cole and he's good. He can shoot it. He can, he can handle the ball. Oh yeah. Um, well, he almost dunked at the, uh, the all-star, the dunk contest that yeah. one year. He, he like literally just, and I was like, okay, man, like I would love to just roll out of bed and be able to yeah. dunk. That's insane. I know. Yeah. 
And man, I I I bet I like I I I bet Drake would love to go and like join the Scarborough team. I think he would he would love to get out there. His fucking <laughs> Instagram stories showing his weird uh his like the the uh, play like in his uh the, the the league he runs out of his uh the basketball court in his mansion yep. and then he, like I've heard I don't know if you heard this conspiracies that Drake rigs it for his team to win, which I could totally oh see God. Drake just paying his buddies to make sure he's the hero, he hits the game winners and <laughs> he shit. He says, Whoopee, I won. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> the, the, the the greatest Way to go, the, fellas. The greatest rapper uh uh hooper crossover is jack harlow it's got to be like 100 percent. jack harlow's Ooh, uh amazing man. he's he's just great he, i really <laughs> that, liked his skills that layup that attempt and where whatever the hell i don't know if it was the celebrity yep. game or if it was just a different like a uh, outside the nba but he has that weird form. little like scoop layup i was like what the hell have you heard this rumor that jack harlow is supposedly going to be starring uh in a, a remake of white man can't jump oh come on really yeah there's no way, man. He can't be big. Wait, but hold on, hold on. He's not he has not had the swag Matt, for I, that. Especially after the shit album. But he Matt, put. I'm gonna I, I have to confess something to you. You might not like me anymore. I haven't seen White Man Can't Jump. Oh yeah, you gotta watch it tonight, it. man. That's a I know. You would like I know. It. Really good. Wesley Snipes is a legend, man. It's a it really great movie. Okay, okay. Uh, the, tonight's the night. I mean, I've been meaning to watch it. I, I truly have. I have my uh, my uh you know list of basketball movies. We were gonna review basketball movies on this podcast. Maybe we should uh you know watch it together and review it after my first viewing. Yeah. Uh that that was gonna be uh you know a little Marathon. teaser. That'd be great. Love and basketball. There's a lot, lots of good basketball movies out there. Do you watch Love and Basketball, Matt? That one, so there you go. Yeah. So I, I've never fully seen oh, that. Shit, I've only seen watch. bits and pieces of that one, but I, I don't give a fuck about uh, That's love. True. That's um, true. I'm, 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 I'm true. I'm truly here for the satisfaction, the pleasures of life. But um, Matt, but, but Matt, yeah, this, it, this J Cole thing, we got to go and we got to try and go to one of these games this summer. Are they? It's gonna be so. I know, hard, but so hard to get tickets. But yeah, we we'll sneak in or yeah. something at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, like I. I, uh, I and you said like before we start recording, you think that like there'd probably be a lot of like North American media, like a lot of people from south of the border trying to come and like you know Bogart because yeah. again like that first game that he plays, people are gonna be going fucking nuts. He, he might not even play. No, yeah, Jesus, yeah, who knows? Who knows uh, how many minutes he'll actually get? I mean, because yeah, like I I, th- I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about this too, like whether or not J Cole does well or whatever, it it it, it almost doesn't matter as much as this is gonna be so good for like up-and-coming players in the league, like, getting more of a spotlight on them and, and seeing yeah, where yeah, exactly. where their careers can go. Um, and, you know, a lot of, obviously, guys ba- based out of Canada, Canadian players, um, who otherwise wouldn't get the spotlight. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see, and we'll see how his talent compares to to this, uh, you know, to, to, to the rest of the players around him on the team and in the league, because there's some really, really good guys uh, who play up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it, it'll be interesting, and hopefully, yeah, they do get some shine here. But I'm, I know maybe you can, someone can quote me uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, rather. Um, but the CBL is it's not like uh, you know the NBA or any of the traditional uh, sports leagues where you are like the, the, that's the Scarborough team, but they don't play only out of Scarborough and then visit for away games. It's kind of like a like how the Big Three operates. It's kind of a tour basis. Yeah uh they don't do a home court like it's like this is where the games are they play two or three games uh a day and then they kind of rotate through so that way like people from all over can see the teams play uh you might watch two teams play that don't actually have anything to do with the city you're in uh so i'm sure they will be in scarborough at some point uh and hopefully it's more than once because uh, i guarantee yeah that first time it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a zoom well you (laughs) you know where they are uh i'm just reading this this yahoo article about about this whole thing but the 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 shooting stars as a team i don't know if j cole will be there joining them but they're opening their season 
May 26th in Guelph against the Guelph Nighthawks, baby. There we go. It's going to be We're going uh, to Guelph. J. Cole in Guelph. Uh, Alex, mm-hmm. Alex, and excuse me, go go try and get in there. Yeah, they should uh, They should play halftime, and then they can take, they can recreate their, their, their little basketball yeah. photo, and they can put, the, they can get J. Cole in it. That, oh, he, man. He, he joked, J. Cole, J. Cole should excuse feature. Excuse me with a J. Cole feature? Man, oh, man. That's, uh, could go hard, man. Shit. That could go hard. Wow. I, I'd, I'd be down for that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're going to try and tamper a little bit here, get J. Cole. We'll get J. Cole on the podcast. Oh, fuck, fuck it. Yeah. J. Cole's in Canada. We're just going to manipulate yes. him. We're going to make him do all this crazy yes. shit. I uh, mean, like, uh, we'll, we'll take him. We'll wait till the. We'll make him stay for the winter, too. We'll make him do the whole uh, pour the maple syrup in the snow, <laughs> and then you take the stick out. You know uh, what I'm saying? It'll, he'll have a great time, man. He'll be a real Canuck by the end of it. It'll be great. Yeah, I, I really – I'm assuming he's going to be living in, like uh, – well – I guess he doesn't even have to be, but when he's in Canada, I'm assuming he's going to be somewhere in like downtown Toronto. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. 100%, but, yeah. but, uh, I, I hope he goes and walks around Scarborough. I'm not kidding, Matt. There is great food out there. There's great like Mexican food, shawarma and shit like that. Um, I'm, I'm going to rep Scarborough because I, when I lived in Toronto, I lived in Scarborough. Okay. When I was, when I was in grade two before I came up to Owen Sound, uh, and eventually, uh, met you, Matt up there in, in the boonies. I was, uh, I was in Lucky Scarborough, guy. baby. Brian, Brian, uh, Public school, I think that's what it's called. The Brian Lions. Shut up, my Lions. Woo! The Brian Lions. Uh, that's where Victoria Jake Cole Bar- will play next yeah. <laughs> if the the CEBL doesn't work out. The Brian Lions. Uh, but uh, everybody, uh, you know, again, even if we don't get the the J Cole feature, uh, maybe you can be featured with us somehow. Uh, but you got to let us know how you'd like to do that at Big Dog Ball Talk Instagram. Twitter, uh, TikTok. Uh, we're we're really putting it out there. Uh, obviously, uh, YouTube has pretty much become stagnant uh based on technical restraints on our end which is 100 percent uh somewhat i was gonna say it's 100 percent our no. fault but not really uh you should just write a complaint to zoom, zoom can... zoom's gonna fuck this over yeah. no fuck zoom yeah so uh yeah sorry about that guys uh we we hope you uh, aren't, aren't too upset with us yet but again i as i said before uh, i guarantee uh for this off season slash start of our second season you will uh you'll be seeing a, a lot better quality all around plus uh, you will be getting regular video content as well. So uh, just stay tuned for yeah. that. Uh, but again, thank you for tuning in to Big Dog Ball Talk. I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel. And as always, my good Jordan. This, this is a fuck, fuck, Yo. fuck. End the podcast. Restart from the top, man. Restart from the again? top. All right, ready? Welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, man, I didn't even wrap again. Okay, this is brutal, man. This um, is good. Okay. Hey, this is fine. As my good friend Jordan there always says. Go. Um, nice. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, this is this is from J. Cole. I don't know if this is, uh, I looked up, <laughs> I just looked up J. Cole, uh, I guess, what did I write? Lines or something? I don't know if he said this or if it's in a song. Maybe you can tell me, Matt, but I'd rather mm-hmm, be happy mm-hmm. being myself than sad trying to please someone else. Nice, that's Pretty man. nice. That's pretty, uh, that's Do you like my bad. flow just look then? If, uh, what, 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 what's this article called you're looking at, man? Because maybe we're on the same one. <laughs> Wealthy Gorilla, uh, 52 inspirational no. J. Cole quotes. Jeez, yeah, it's probably like a, you're you're on, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, I was going to call it LinkedIn. Uh, no, uh, what, no, 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 Pinterest. Pinterest. It's a Pinterest board. You're on a J. Cole Pinterest I mean, that, I, I should get over there. Another one, to appreciate the sun, you got to mm-hmm. know what rain is. That's deep. That's pretty deep. It's not bad, man. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, put an M right on your head, you Luigi brother now. Redemption. Kind of. I'm sure everybody knows that I'm fucked now. Matty Ice.